0: Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Snell Nation. So I'm going to keep uh, this one relatively short or as short as, I, as short as I can make it. I'll put it that way. So I ran across, um, there was a handful of uh, vaccine exemption, religious exemption requests. That have been submitted, and well in all branches, but in particular uh, the Navy. And there's a uh, conservative commentator, Liz Wheeler, on her Twitter feed. She started to post just the screenshot she's been receiving um, from uh, naval officers that submitted their their request for uh, religious exemption. And. They look identical. I mean, it's just just to keep it simple um, and straight to the point. I'm looking through them and they're they're structured the same way. They have the same bullet points, you know, and this could compromise training. This could compromise this, you know, having an unvaccinated soldier, you know, could cause this problem and that problem. And then denial, denial, denial. Um, so then people started to ask the question, um, Hey, uh, so is there anyone who's had an exemption uh, approved over the past year? <laughs> uh, no, no, <laughs> there's no, no one has come forward so far. Um, and I don't know if my, I don't know if you guys, my, my listeners here, I don't know if you guys recall. Um, uh, I had a few soldiers pop on, pop pop off the podcast, officers enlisted, different branches, some I've talked to behind the scenes, and they all voice the same concern. Um, The concern being that, you know, uh, because this is something that's highly politicized, something that is, you know, mandated from the top, uh, which let me add that a mandate isn't a law. A decree isn't necessarily a law. You know, an ordinance isn't a law. Direction isn't a law. Um, but it's, this is being treated as just the the law of the land, right? Straight from the top, straight from the king, you know. Um, but it seems that their their concerns are are being validated. I mean, I had one individual in particular uh, from the Navy branch who shared with me uh, after the podcast. Um, Just some of the uh, remarks she received from her uh, from her leadership, um, pretty much just essentially telling this person, hey, um, yeah, it's going to get shot down. Your your exemption is going to it's going to get shot down. So you might as well just take it, you know, and someone just stating it this way to their subordinate in a very uh, threatening and demeaning manner. Letting that person know that hey uh we got your back, we're a team we're a family, one team one fight except <laughs> with this and any other politicized medical procedure that gets forced down our throats, we won't support you if you're against that, even if it even if your religious convictions um are are being violated if your rights are being violated if your liberty is being violated um well, that's just too bad <clears throat> I'm paraphrasing, but that that's that's essentially what it amounts to, you know, and I, and I can speak for myself, you know, being, you know, in the National Guard, I, I have a pending exemption that's been submitted. Um, I'd like to think that I will uh, be interviewed and, um, and treated fairly and for for my case to be viewed as just its own individual thing, case by case. Um, I hope That this doesn't turn out to be some massive every branch um, situation where these denial memos that are popping up have the same format, the same bullet points, the same (laughs) like it's just like they just Xerox like, here you go. Denial, denial, denial. You know, I hope that's not the case. You know, I I I really do. But of course, hope isn't a strategy. Um, But seeing this, it, it just. It's all very sad, but at the same time, it 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 makes me chuckle a little bit because, well, I I knew this was going to happen. I mean, this is something that's highly politicized, Um, even though it's um, the way it's being presented is very uh, anti-science, anti-critical thinking, anti-logic. But it is very uh, pro-big government, pro-authoritarian and pro-big business. And from uh, it's been my observation over the past few years um, that that's what dominates essentially. I mean, it's it's might makes right and all that good stuff. Um, and us peasants slash wage slaves, we just have to go along with it or um, prepare to be uh, ostracized and, and uh, digitally eliminated and segregated from from the population um, because this feels like. You know, it essentially is it's this is a, a great change. This is a uh, a pivotal moment, if you will. Um, and it's it's a course that can't just be redirected easily. This isn't you know, this is like a river flowing in one direction. And, you know, it's not it's not as simple you can't just throw a stone, you know, to change the course of a river. This is very drastic and uh, it feels like. have to keep saying that it feels like you know my opinion um that this this is this is happening period (laughs) it's it's one of those situations where it's like either you know you you get on board or or you get out of the way and when you have i'm talking thousands of soldiers coming forward saying hey um you know uh, denied 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 and then they're sharing their their denial memos, and hey, these look exactly the same. They're signed by the same person. Blah, blah, blah. You know, why is it routed through this general? Why is this general even involved in this process? You know, and I'm speaking of the, the Navy side of the house. You know, you could see a lot of this stuff on Twitter. If you check out Liz Wheeler's uh Twitter feed, you'll see a lot of that. Of course, since I've been banned, I had to kind of work around it just to even look <laughs> at someone's Twitter. Um, but apparently yeah, the Taliban members, they, they're they good to go. But, you know, the, I, I've been banished forever. But anyway, that's one place you can go to see um, a lot of the, the screenshots and, and a lot of these these memos and um, these denial memos. And, and you can look across the board, you know, from soldier to soldier to soldier where they just they look the same. Um, they make the same statements. And they're all denials. And, you know, we've yet to run across and I have yet to run across uh, any individual or individuals that um, that received approval. And, uh, of course, I'm seeing plenty of articles that are coming out. Because we're getting close to we got a couple deadlines coming up here, folks. Um, I know the Air Force deadline is, is getting close. Um, it's, it's next month um, there. Some deadlines have passed, uh, some that are about to pass. Um, you've got a lot of active duty personnel, I think, that have until um December the 15th um, you've got national guardsmen and there's a very strict timeline there. And, uh, there's been plenty of individuals that have spoken to me about their, their exemption uh, requests and that have submitted it. And I, I've, I've made sure to be very straightforward each time someone comes to me and says, Hey, um, you know, I, you know, I really want to submit this, uh, this exemption request, you know, do you have any thoughts? And, you know, my, of course, my first thought is, is it sincere? Yes, it's sincere. Okay. Well, follow through, you know, if that, if that's, if that's what you feel is in your best interest, you know, if you feel like this doesn't align with your religious convictions, moral convictions, philosophical uh, perspectives, all that stuff, you know, take all that into account and make the decision that's best for you. I, of course, I'm not going to tell you what to do. Uh, I'll make recommendations if you need some help building something. Um, If you need some help um, resourcing, regulations, that kind of stuff, hey, I'm on it. But I'm not going to tell you what to do. But there have been plenty that have submitted their requests. And they're sitting back and they're they're waiting, including myself. I'm waiting. And I feel like this, this process, it's so highly politicized. And everyone is walking on eggshells because everyone is worried about their career. And I'm I'm not saying that's a bad thing or a selfish thing. Because the bottom line, we're all all human beings. And then if you get to the bare bones of it, we're animals. So if you put us in a uh, fight or flight situation, uh, you get us in survival mode where we have to make a choice between, hey, uh, do I stand up for this person? Or um, do I make sure that my career is secure and my family will... Be able to eat tonight, uh, then uh, hey, well the the choice is simple. <laughs> so I'm not knocking anyone for these tough choices that because we all have to make them. But I do find all this stuff interesting and in how the way it's just been downplayed by by the mainstream media and by just the fact that you know I have soldiers from Marines, Air Force, Navy, Coast Guard, National Guard. Active component, active Army component, Army reserves. And people will share their stories with me. Most of them want to be anonymous, and I, I, I can't blame them. I can't blame them for that. Um, and the ones that, you know, they're willing to be uh, very open um, away for the podcast, away from the mic and, and off the camera. But uh, but if you want them to come on, and you know, they want to be anonymous, and, and that's fine. Um, But the fact that there's that much fear and hesitation, um, which is all understandable, as I mentioned before, um, it's it's incredibly sad. And the fact that there's zero acknowledgement of that. That's another thing that really that really sticks it to um, a lot of people because they they feel they're alone because things have been it's so politicized. That if what you say doesn't align with the approved narrative, I mean, word for word, I mean, just there's a line drawn in the sand. And if you don't stay on that side, then you're immediately labeled as every negative connotation, pejorative term you can come up with. You know, you're racist, bigoted, anti-science, anti-truth, you know, fascist right-winging, Trump-supporting, psychopathic, whatever. <laughs> Extremists. That's yeah, yeah, let me throw that in there. Extremists, you know. And so people are afraid. I mean, I've had people try to label me as plenty of things in the past just to try and shut me up um, or attempt to publicly, publicly shame me and make it sound like I'm against this or against that or I'm, or I'm anti-science or whatever or a- anti-vax, which, of course, the the contrary is true. You know, I I'm pro science. I love science. Very science. You know, I'm, I'm all about science. <laughs> I mean, my daughter has a microscope and all kinds of stuff in her room and we all we always go over all kinds of different things and theories and stuff. And, you know, I enjoy that stuff. Um, but what we have witnessed over the past 18 months isn't it's not science. It's pseudoscience. It's it's this political uh, nonsense. Is what it's devolved to I mean the second the questioning piece is cut out when you're not allowed to voice any of your concerns or opinions you know whether you're credential credentialed or not you know it's no longer science and what we've witnessed or we've had people that are credentialed we have plenty of pediatricians plenty of doctors nurses virologists epidemiologists all that stuff that have come for thousands, that have tried to come forward and say, "Hey, you know, maybe maybe we're not thinking this through, or maybe the the you know they'll express an issue with the rollout of all these shots, not the concept. No problem with the concept, it's just the way it's being managed, and all the obvious corruption that's just sitting there, and all the the tens of billions of dollars that are being made um, by these pharmaceutical giants, and they're immediately just shot down, censored, you know, just. Just flagged, eliminated digitally, <laughs> just like that. And you know, I'm I'm a small fry in this space, but I've I've dealt with that quite a bit because that that's the problem I have. the The problem I have is with the mandate. I don't have a problem with with vaccines. I'm pro vaccine. I, I get it. I understand the purpose that it serves uh, in the 21st century. I I get it. But the second you start forcing people, because all this stuff, these are medical procedures. People can, you know, they can, they can try and church it up and class it up all they want. But the bottom line is these are procedures. And when you're forcing someone to undergo a procedure and it goes against their will, it goes against their, their convictions, their morals, you know, their, their, the philosophy in which they live their life by. They're very almost, their are very identity, you know, their, their individualism their, their bodily autonomy, then there's a serious problem. And I understood all the fear, um, last summer, last fall, it, it somewhat made sense, even though there it was, you know, propaganda and it was a lot of hype behind it. Um, and there was still a great deal of censorship and a great deal of corruption and, and propaganda and all that good stuff. Sure. But we were in the thick of it. It was still a fresh fear to us. <laughs> But now here we are. Over 18 months in creeping towards two years. Deaths are down. Positive cases are down overall. We still have people dying um, in the millions worldwide from plenty of other things that are preventative. um, But we don't care about those things. Because I guess there's no money or prestige in those things. One easy example to go to is, um, I don't know, starvation. Food insecurity, those things. Kills 8 million people a year consistently for several decades now. Killed 8 million people last year. On track to kill 8 million people this year globally. Anyone care? Is anyone rushing to just shut down uh, economies and everything until a vaccine is developed? Even though in this case... One exists, it's called food. (laughs) It's amazing, the governments can work together and and make these coordinations to to vaccinate billions of people across the globe. Hey, can we make, can we use those same channels uh, and, and that same money that's just floating around and coordination and all those resources? Can we do the same thing with food? No, no way, that's just not important enough. So it's perfectly fine you can starve to death, you know, plus, you know, there's no real money to be made from that anyway. You know, the, these big government, big business can't work together to to have more control and more surveillance and more influence and more money, you know, uh, through feeding everybody. That's just crazy. Now, suck it up. Roll your sleeve up. Take the shot. <laughs> take take the jab. It's 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 absolutely crazy crazy. None of this is normal, none of it. I mean, when <laughs> yeah, I always tell people go back twenty years, twenty years. That's always the my happy, the sweet spot. to year two thousand, year two thousand one, right in there. I mean, the world has changed so much, and all it took was you know a couple of the, a couple of natural disasters and a couple of other disasters that are, you know, possibly man made. You know, the jury's still out on that. A steady flow of fear and ostracism, and people just kept accepting the next thing and the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. thing. It's almost like laying the bricks down to a prison, you know, building it up, building up the police state or surveillance state or whatever, and then laying that final brick, you know, and that—that's what it all feels like. Now, as far as the military side of it, I've, let's see. Actually, I'm closing in on 20 years, actually, uh, February, Valentine's Day. I'll be at 20 years. Hooray, you know, so I wanted to do 30 years. That's That was my goal, and I had a, a set rank that I wanted to reach and everything, which I, I still would like to reach that. I still believe I can, uh, but now there's new hurdles. But when I joined, I joined a few months after, after 9-11. And wanted to make a difference, wanted to help out my community. You know, that was that was my focus. You know, the benefits also helped me you know college tuition, that kind of stuff. Sure. But I, I, I never in a million years. I mean, if I went back in time and talked to myself, you know, 19 year old, 20 year old and said, hey, buddy, you know, in 20 years, you're going to be forced to make a choice between doing the thing that you love and serving your community um, and and uh, choosing between that. Or laying down your convictions, your morals, um, your your uh, your philosophy by which you live your life, and all that. And you'll have to make a choice between that of the state. And you'll have a very short window of time to make that decision. I mean, if I went back in time and explained that to myself, I, I would not believe it. I would say there's just no way. There's no way a country designed in this way, a constitutional republic, would allow... Just blatant government tyranny. I mean, blatant just totalitarianism. I mean, just by, by definition, totalitarianism, by the textbook definition of it. It's amazing. But if you put together the right PR campaign, if you get the right people behind it, you get a couple celebrities, you get the political officials, which is easy. I mean, I mean, they're they're just you just give them some money and 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 there you go. I mean, they'll sell out their own kids probably some of them, um, and you and you and you got them in your pocket. And well, there's plenty of evidence of that. Considering, you know, Pfizer alone has pumped in over a hundred million dollars over the course of several years uh, into all these different political campaigns and all these donations and contributions and all that stuff. You know, and we, we the people, allowed things to get this bad. We just kept sitting back, enjoying all these wonderful distractions that we've been given. And with the birth and, and the rise of social media, I mean, that really made us blind. I mean, we essentially, we established the surveillance state, developed it ourselves, funded it in some cases, considering some of these companies got their start through investments through investment firms that worked off of uh taxpayer funds you know so we built this so anytime i hear people complain you know it's hard for me not to remind them of that like hey well i mean i'm sorry but you, i mean you've been sitting around watching netflix and and uh playing on social media for the past 15 years but i mean what, and you didn't do much else except for occasionally vote every four years blindly, you know, and vote down the block, blue or red. I mean, I mean, what did you think was going to happen? I mean, you've you lived your life. You've lived a chunk of your life. I would say in this case, 20 percent, 30 percent of your life on autopilot. Really? And hundreds of, of millions of, of people live their life this way and are shocked and appalled at everything that's going on right now. <laughs> I can't believe this would happen, you know, and I can't believe, you know, like the presidential selection of 2020, I can't believe the way it happened. I'm not, I'm not really that shocked by it really. I thought it would have happened sooner. I thought 2016, that would have been, that would have been it. I mean, it had its own problems. Sure. You know, or 2012, you know, or something like that. Yeah. But I mean, hmm. but this is where we are. I mean, we literally we have soldiers from every branch of the military filing lawsuits. I mean, there are dozens of them. no publicity, nothing 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 whatsoever, and many of them they're they're making a pretty strong case. The ones that I saw the dockets I read were centered around the fact that they already had covid right they already have that built up that natural uh, immunity the the natural built up of antibodies from having it and then surviving it you know the 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 way human beings used to do it you know for for thousands of years up until you know what twentieth century twenty first century up until now now that's not good enough, but don't worry I mean money has nothing to do with it i, I yeah you can trust the pharmaceutical companies. Money has, you know, has nothing to do with it. Even though, you know, Pfizer is set to rake in 30, 40, 50 billion dollars just from that. Just just from that one product. We're also going to ignore the fact that Pfizer has been strong-arming countries in South America, governments in South America. We'll just ignore that as well, you know, because that, that doesn't matter. You know, so... It, it, all the flags are right there in our face, and so many people, I, I see it in their eyes that they can they can sense like, hey, this just doesn't feel right. I mean, I felt it right from the very beginning, all the way back in March of last year. Um, but more and more people are still they're getting that feeling, but they're still just kind of like, hey, well, yeah, it sucks. Yeah, it's you know it's corruption at the highest level. You know, sure, we're slowly, you know, uh, allowing the shackles to be placed on us, but um, permanently, you know, sure. There's, you know, a handful of families that are, you know, involved in in uh, what happens, you know, uh, impacting the lives of billions of people. But it all pass with time. You know, let's just keep celebrating our holidays. Let's just watch the Olympics and, and watch our professional sports play our video games some people watch their watch their porn you know all that kind of stuff you know just don't worry about it don't think too much that's the problem you know all that thinking you just need to just work you know and or don't work in this case you'll still make plenty of money (laughs) um and that's it you know don't make a ruckus don't make a fuss stop arguing stop asking questions what's wrong with you (laughs) Oh my goodness! But anyway, I I promise I would keep this short. But just seeing, just seeing, like denial after denial after denial, and then looking at the the comments and everything, and then that you know, I have no background in the Navy, but I do find it odd that you have you have generals that are involved in the approval process for vaccine exemptions, for religious exemptions from vaccination now wasn't like that in the past but what makes 2021 so special I wonder but hey things are going to get really interesting especially when it's time to start flagging people and kicking people out which that's coming we'll see plenty of that over the next 6 to uh, uh, 6 to 10 months we'll start to see a lot of that shake up and see where it goes I mean clearly clearly the, the safety and security of the nation, I mean, truly isn't a priority to some of these political officials that are cheering this on. Many of them are exempt, by the way, um, like members of Congress. They don't they don't have to get this shot. Uh, members of our, our judicial branch, the Supreme Court, they're not they're exempt. They don't have to get it. But you do. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, anyway. Those are just some of my thoughts. Please feel free to uh, drop me a line. I'd love to get some 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 feedback. you know. And, and if you are a soldier out there and y- your exemption was denied, you'd like to come on and talk about it, please feel free to let me know. Um, if you're one of the, the lucky uh, 1% of the 1% of the 1% um, that got an approval, regardless of what branch you're in, hey, let me know. Shoot me an email, stellnation 11 at gmail. Um, you also can still find me on Facebook and Instagram, Stellnation. 11 I'm also spread out across, uh, I think, 12 platforms now, podcast platforms. Not hard to find. Um, and I th- I appreciate the feedback I've been receiving. Continue to push that in. I-, I greatly appreciate it, be it negative or positive, as long as it's constructive. Um, and also, thank you, thank you, thank you um, to my supporters out there and your donations. I really appreciate it. All that stuff Helps um, helps keep this podcast going and keep things together. So I just want to send a shout out and thank you guys for that. And with that, I'm going to step off of here, um, and I'm also working on uh, some, some some pieces for the next coming episodes, uh, some juicy stuff, trying to get some more people on. Should be interesting. So I'll see you then. It's Down nation out.